Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning, or anything else really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. My guest today is Gizmodo Media Group's Sam Woolley, who has the very important job of handling most of the art for Deadspin. He is much beloved by literally all of us, and I'm so excited to have him join me as we spend an entire episode sticking to sports. Hey, Sam. Hi. Good to have you here. Good to be Are here. you excited to stick to sports? Um, that's all I do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I subjected my listeners to an entire month in September of all laundry. It was called laundry school. And so I was like, all right, I got to throw them a bone in in um, October. So I did. Um, I literally threw them a bone in the first episode of October. We did dogs. And, uh, and then today I figured since I had you here, we would do all sports stuff. Awesome. Um, Batter up. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Actually, I did um, I did a little mining of my Ask a Clean Person folder to figure out which sport generated the most questions. Okay. And probably surprising to people who aren't avid listeners or followers of mine, but not surprising to those who are, the top sport was hockey. Whoa. Because um, I do a lot about hockey. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I did this like monster 3,000 word like op- like master work on cleaning hockey gear back during the Tommy Craggs era. Okay. Um, and then I've spun that off into like a lot of other content. So the second one, though, was baseball. But I had to put an asterisk beside it, which I was really excited that it took an asterisk because every question was actually just about a baseball cap. Nice. Which doesn't really count as baseball because that's it wasn't like from playing the game. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, can you guess what the next one after baseball was? It was obscure and I w- great. I was going to say football. Nope, that was actually that's the last. That's why I'm, go- I'm doing the, uh, the way you said that. Oh, yeah. Now I know I'm, I'm detective working it. I'm going to say something with pads mm-hmm. if the yep. first one was hockey. Yep. Curling. No, but, that, <laughs> <laughs> but I wish it was. Uh, roller derby. Oh, whoa. Yeah, a okay. lot of roller derby. A lot of roller derby questions. Um, actually, one of my first posts at Jezebel was about roller derby pads. Whoa. Um, yeah, back when I was still at Jez. Um, so anyway, uh, hey, you guys, before we get into it, before we before we stick to sports, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash ask a clean person to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. 
Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. Speaking of patrons, I have some new patrons to thank this week, and I also want to give a shout-out to literally all of you. Um, I did indeed meet. I actually surpassed my September patron challenge goal, and so on the bonus episode today, um, I will be regaling Sam and all of you with the story of the grudge I've been holding since 1981. Uh, Sam is is very excited about it. Um, Alrighty, so here are my uh, my new patrons to thank this week. Actually, quite a lot of yeah. you. Uh, Patricia Walkman, Amanda M, Alex Duzik, Eric Graham, Doug Urban, Brandon Conley, Johanna O'Connor, Nicole Mitchell Duff, Madison Richard, Tally Ben Daniel, Michael Binkley, Mary Tartier, and then I have three kind of special ones to give shout outs to. Um, these were people who uh, pledged uh, a special amount that they knew would tickle my funny bone in just the right place, and it sure did. So uh, the first one up is a big thank you to David Hicks, who pledged $2.69. Nice. A good one, David. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of people who have pledged um, $6.90, too, That's like because <laughs> they know I, I'm such an immature little idiot that I'll laugh every single time. I'm, kind, I'm giggling inside right now, and I see your <laughs> eyes are kind of watering up because this is really funny in, like, 12-year-old us right now. So, And I am a 12-year-old. I mean, you know, Sam's known me for so long. Yeah. And he's worked with me so long. He knows, like, exactly my TL. Um, and actually, we just um, we just traveled together for it the was... first time. And so in the bonus episode, in addition from me telling this story, we're also going to talk about our travels to Dallas. Um, it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. Beautiful people. We have crazy stories. I'm covered in bruises. Ooh. Oh, um, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I want to know about yeah. this. <laughs> um, okay. And, uh, and also, big thank you to, goes to Mary Gray Mahoney and Liz Otero, both of whom pledged $4.20. Love you, gals. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, so thank you to all my patrons. And uh, we're really excited to do today's bonus episode, which should be a real trip. Before we get into it, though, we have got a whole host of sports-related questions. This is my, like... Tribute to Deadspin episode. I'm super excited about it. Um, I'm going to have Sam read the first question from Omar. Okay. Uh, before that, uh, what what's my motivation for Omar? <laughs> that's <laughs> um, I don't. It's a good question. He tweeted this at me. If that helps you. Okay. So all right. So Omar who tweets. Yes. Hi. I thought that'd be a good Omar who tweets voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi. What's the best way to clean my bowling towels? They're covered with dirt and oil. <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> I literally retweeted it, and I was like, the next time one of you yells at me to stick to sports, I'm going to, like, shove this tweet down your throat. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> like, yeah. um, okay. So, actually, there's a, there's a pretty simple um, answer to this. Because we're talking about a combination of oil, sort of greasy, oily stains and basically heavy, heavy soiling, um, we want to use... Two different products. We want to use a detergent that is formulated to be very good on um, on heavily soiled items, which the bowling towel would, would fall into the category of heavily soiled. And if you guys listen to Laundry School, you heard me give, I think, like, I think at least three episodes worth of explanations about heavy soiling. Heavy soiling is just a term that we use in the industry um, for particularly dirty laundry. Um, so the... The detergent that I want to really strongly recommend for heavy soiling is Tide Ultra Stain Release. That stuff is so good. 
I have a bottle of it. Um, it's a huge bottle, so I don't lug it to the laundromat every time I do laundry. But um, when I need to do something that's particularly dirty or when I need to soak something that's been stained or soiled, that is the first thing I reach for. Um, the other thing to use for the grease portion is a pre-treating product. Um, you guys, if you're regular listeners, you already know what's coming. My old, my old favorite, Lest Oil. You can also use Pine Salt. Pine Salt and Lest Oil are very, very similar products. Um, what you'll do is you'll dab a bit of those products right onto the, the greasy stains. Um, if the whole towel itself is covered in grease stains, you can just add the Lest Oil right into the wash um, with the detergent and let it run through the cycle. So one caveat that I need to give about Lest Oil that I've discovered, mm, I probably started hearing about it maybe six, nine months ago, and a couple of people have reported this, so I think it's, an, it's important enough to note that if you have an HE, a high-efficiency washer, do not use the Lest Oil or Pine Sol. Um, what ends up happening is because of the low water levels in HE situations, the the smell of those products doesn't fully wash out, and you'll end up with a a pretty strong smelling less oil or pine salt smelling towel. So skip the the less oil if you're doing HE or, or you know go to a laundromat and use a a laundromat machine if you need to. Um, so that where do you get less oil from for someone who doesn't know much about less oil? So the my source for it is there's this sort of funny little dry goods like supermarket in my neighborhood where I see it. I also often see it at the bodegas here in New York. Um, it can be a little tricky to find. The grocery store is a great spot for it. Hardware stores are also a great spot for it. But if you can't, you can buy it on Amazon. Um, if you can't find the less oil, because again, it's so less oil is made by the Clorox company, and it's not it's not a product that they really particularly promote. It doesn't even have its own standalone website or anything. Um, so it's not super, super easy to find, but if you can't find it, just get the pine salt. Pine salt's fine. I just happen to use the less oil because it was, I learned about less oil from my best friend's aunt, who is a real clean person. And so, you know, sometimes when you get a product recommendation from someone older and more knowledgeable, you just kind of hang on to it. So that's why I use the less oil, but the pine salt will be just fine too. Um, so I do want to um, I do want to mention also though that Omar's towels sound like they probably have been laundered a bunch of times and maybe have the older sudden stains. Um, so I've got a couple of suggestions um, for what I think he should do if he needs to bring those towels back up to to like almost brand new looking. Um, and what I would suggest is I would suggest pre soaking the towels. You know, fill the kitchen sink up, bathroom sink, whatever wherever you have a vessel that's big enough. To fill with water, submerge the towels and get your hands in there. Fill it about halfway up with water. Um, throw in a little bit of that Tide Ultra stain release and some OxyClean. Or if the towels are white and don't have any stitching or embroidery on them in a color, you can use Cascade, the dishwasher powder, which you guys have heard me talk about as sort of like the nuclear option for getting rid of old set-in stains. Um, I talked about that one again a lot in laundry school. Um, and I would just soak those towels, then drain the wash water, take a picture of the wash water and tweet it at me. Always, always, always do that. You know, I love it for Wash Water Wednesday. Um, do you know about that? No, <laughs> I, yeah, but I, I'm fascinated. Do tell. <laughs> so I have a hashtag. Um, so I have this thing that's been going on. I think actually it started with the hockey pads. Okay. Um, that people will send, will soak items that are heavily soil like pre-soak them in the, in the manner that i just described and they'll take photos of the dirty wash water Ooh. 
And um, and they send it to me, and it's it started turning into this thing, especially on Twitter, that people tweet them at me, and I love Which, them. Omar tweets. I totally, totally live for these photos. Like, the different hues of the wash water is fascinating, and, like, what what people are soaking and how relatively filthy they are. Like, it's just, I don't know, it just turns me on. You know, oh, I'm, hey. I mean, you know I'm deeply, deeply weird. Um, and so I realized I was getting so many of them consistent so consistently that i was like this needs a hashtag so it's hashtag wash water wednesday and what i do is i just throughout the week i i just save the links of what people have sent me on wednesdays i retweet them all with the hashtag and like little commentary wow. from me and do you have a folder at home that's only uh these photos for hashtag wednesday no because i don't i actually don't hang on to them. you know they're just they're in tweets from okay, that good. people send to me so yeah no <laughs> okay. i don't i don't like going and look at them at night like fantasize about it's thursday them. <laughs> i don't know if i can look at these <laughs> um but yeah no i have a whole little like system for oh, saving them out and like yeah it's really it's really fun um and it here's the thing it gets people into the spirit of doing hand washing and long soaking um that normally they would kind of look at and be like, oh, I don't want to do this. But then they're like, oh, I can send Jolie the wash water. That's like, so cool. She gets off on this, you know. Um, so in any event, so that's Wash Water Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, I would go ahead and, and soak those towels, you know, for an hour, two, three hours, up to overnight, depending on how soiled they are. Drain the – take the photo, take drain the wash water, wring them out, and just throw them right into the wash and launder as usual. Um, one – or actually, sorry, two – tips i got to give you one is a safety warning i just read this story in american laundry news <laughs> wow Sam, uh, I, Sam's face so just much like right slid up. um actually i have a funny deadspin story for you about that on my way to the airport to go to dallas i was you know scrolling through twitter in my cab could we and leave on a wednesday though i'm just curious it, uh i actually did leave okay, on a wednesday wow. I did. This, this, my mind is well and the, the thing is is that i actually started my vacation on tuesday because i had a friend in town um, and so I called my vacation starting on Tuesday through Monday. And I literally made an announcement on Twitter. I'm like, don't, I'm not answering questions. I, I'm off the clean clock. Like, I need a break. I'm burnt out. And I did my best. I worked, you know, and I was with, co- well, also I was with coworkers. I don't know why I thought I was going to, like, have a break from work with the <laughs> an entire table of GMG people at our, at this wedding we were at. Great table, though. Great I will table. Say that. Great table. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I'm in the, I'm in the cab and, um, I, I'm, I'm looking through Twitter and I see American Laundry News um, has the editor in chief of American Dry Cleaner is at a dry cleaning convention in Singapore. And his wow. name is Tim Burke, spelled, this, spelled the way of our Tim Burke. Awesome. And I texted Hannah Kaiser, Lindsay Adler and Diana Moscovich. And I was like, you guys. Do you think this is Burke's secret identity? And we uh, we came up with like a whole conspiracy theory. I was like, I know it's not him, but actually I would not be remotely surprised if he secretly was moonlighting as the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Like he, he's that, from Florida. That that's, is, that's that. The, like I would believe anything of Tim Burke. I have yeah. to get him on the show. He's fantastic, man. He is amazing. He's one of my absolute favorites. Absolute favorites. So anyway, that was my little. Uh, After you, of course. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm not staff. So like. I, you can you can what always is, asterisk staff? you can staff? always asterisk me as like Ooh. favorite freelancer. You oh, know? I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, so back to American Laundry News. So I of course I follow American Laundry News on Twitter. And so actually, I have to say it's a fascinating account. Like there are all these weird and wonderful stories that come out. There was one about um, a high school football team. I forget. I want to say maybe in like Wisconsin. 
um, that does their own laundry. Their coach drives them to the laundromat and has them all launder their uniforms together. And it's like the super bonding experience for them. And it's like, it's cute. Yeah. Um, anyway, but there was this kind of scary story um, a couple of days ago about a huge laundry fire that happened because um, there were greasy rags in industrial laundry that was dropped off with this laundromat that wasn't flagged as um, hazardous. And it ended up creating a huge fire in the washing machines um, because the grease combined with the electricity and the friction created sparks and it turned into this huge fire. So I want to just give you guys a warning. If you're washing something very greasy, please pre-rinse it. You can just use dish soap. You can just rinse it out right in your in your kitchen sink under running water. Just rinse it. I don't have an abundance of caution. I don't think the the bowling towels rise to that level, but I just always want to give you guys, you know, your war. I want to scare you to death, basically. Um, the way that my mother scared me to death <laughs> when I was growing up. Um, uh, the other uh, the other little tip I have to give you guys is if the bowling towels are microfiber rather than terry cloth, uh, you should not use chlorine bleach on microfiber ever, and you should not use fabric softener, not the liquid stuff, not the dryer sheet stuff. So there are the rules. Um, all right, so we're going to move on. Oh, you're going to like this this next question. It's from someone we know. Oh, uh, that you know, it's funny. <laughs> I saw this name, and, and I might have thought... This was him, but it is. I'm still blown away that there is a cleaning convention in Singapore, mm-hmm. which is there are actually like a lot of cleaning conventions, and I, I'm trying. I, you know, I've never, I've never written for the kind of publication that would send me to one, but now I think that there's a place that I'm writing for that might actually send me to one of these these conventions just to like see what it's like. I um, I want to be a keynote speaker. I feel ooh. like I should be a keynote speaker at you know the American Cleaning Institute convention. They follow me on Twitter. They've included me in their newsletter. Like, I'd be a hoot and a holler. Only in Singapore. I yeah. <laughs> think it's having to Singapore for sure. Um, okay, so let me have you read this this question from our 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 pal. This is our literal pal who asked this question leading yeah. up to the wedding we went to. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> he really wants to come on the show. He, he's a talker. He he's asked every time I've seen him. He's like, so when am I coming on the show? And I'm like. I think I'm going to actually try to have him on in January to talk about um, cohabitating. And he might, he he's threatening to bring Biddle Ooh. and talking about Ooh. move in, move out clean because they oh. live together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, if, I was like, if you can bring Biddle, you're in. Oh, wow. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm playing that episode in my uh-huh. head right now. I this am is, too. Uh, pretty great. Okay. So oh, see, I'm trying to think now to refresh with his voice, like what character, but I know this character so I can play I him pretty well. <laughs> um, what is the best way to clean golf clubs? That right there just defined who he was, by the yes, way. Yes, okay. it sure did. What is the best way to clean golf clubs? Need them for a wedding? It was our, yeah, oh, it was a, the okay. wedding we were at. <laughs> you can't see, but we're just, my eyes are every, every. Uh, I think it's three or four times I've looked at you with these bulging eyes. Here. But uh, what is the best way to clean golf clubs? Need them for a wedding and want to make sure they looked perfect. Of course, of course he does. Yeah. So the, the the question actually came up. He emailed me after we were at Leslie's 30th birthday party when I climbed on you. Okay. You guys, I climbed. Sam is my coworker. I climbed. I, I was only a half a glass of wine deep, too. I was not drunk when I did and that. you had a bruise, too. A huge. I got a cut on my leg from it because it was a metal chair. You guys, I was hungry. I had just come from recording. Um, I forget. Actually, I was recording with Giddy. Oh, yeah, great I was, episode. It was a, it was a great Giddy, Giddy was a great guest. Great I'm excited man. to have him come back. I really really like him so much. Um, so I'm pushing for Sammer though. He that's, what? That's the one I want to Sammer. 
You want Samer on the show? I'd love Samer. I love Samer too. So you guys, Samer Califf is my clean cast post editor at Deadspin. Um, I actually asked him when he um, when he officially sort of took responsibility for me, which thank God because I needed someone. I needed like a real human to take responsibility for me. Um, I asked him if he wanted to come on, and he was like, he was like really, really, really opposed to it. And I was like, listen, I'm That's not. That's why I said that. I know, and I was like, I'm not going to ever pressure you. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. So I think he's he's probably a no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think he would be great if he decides he wants to come. He is certainly always, always welcome. Or I'll leak his phone number. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. We have to be nice with Samer. I love Samer. Um, okay. Uh, where was I? Golf clubs. Golf clubs. All right. Golf clubs are actually pretty easy. There, there are some things to do. There are some things you shouldn't do. So I'm going to go over both of them. Um, really, w- water is the, is the way you, you clean golf clubs. Um, you want to use a soft bristled brush of some sort to get into the grooves. Um, an, an old like soft bristled toothbrush would be great for that. A, a soft bristled nail brush, like you know the ones that you use to get the dirt out from yep. under your fingernails. Those would be great, yeah. Um, anything stiffer than that is maybe going to cause some, some issues with scratching. There are um, golf club brushes that exist. You don't, you don't need them. You know, like Callaway and all the big brands sell these, like, you know, bespoke golf club brushes for cleaning. You don't need them, but if you want them, they, they range probably in the, like, 8 to $20 range, depending on what they are. If you want one, because it matches makes you, your bag, matches your bag yeah. or something, yeah. Great. The other thing, the other reason I mentioned them is that actually because the holidays are coming up, they're actually nice little gifts for someone as like an add on for someone who's getting, you know, a new club or a new set of clubs. Or is it just a big golf or a good stocking stuff or good like little. If somebody gave me that for a Christmas gift. I'd be so pissed. Well, <laughs> I mean, no one's going to give that to you because you're not quite. The... I want that bowling towel. But but I feel like I feel like Burger would be psyched to get oh, like, so a, <laughs> like a legit, like dedicated, like. He doesn't want to use the toothbrush. He wants the actual, like, Callaway golf club brush. So, you know, know your audience, guys. But I want, you know, as the holidays are starting to come up, that's a, that's a good little gift um, to think about. One site to mention if you're looking for those kinds of brushes is golfgalaxy.com. I was, I was cruising golfgalaxy.com this morning at, like, 6.30 a.m. in bed while I was drinking my coffee and doing my show notes. So it was like... What has my life come to? What has that's been done to me? Why am I looking at golfgalaxy.com? <laughs> like, who am I? I'm totally care. I'm wearing, like, ridiculous big hoops. I have bleach blonde hair. I have, like, super pink lipstick on and golfgalaxy.com. Like, how has this happened? And I live for it, of course. Um, okay, so water and a, and a soft bristled brush is really going to be pretty much all you need. Um, you might also want to use some microfiber. Microfiber comes in all different kinds of thicknesses from like really, really thin, like the stuff that you use to clean, you know, your eyeglass lenses or sunglass lenses, <clears throat> all the way up to like big, fluffy, thick microfiber that's used for dusting. What I would suggest when it comes to gloves, clubs, sorry, um, is just to play around with different thicknesses and see what feels the most comfortable for you in terms of cleaning the clubs. Um, one other thing to mention in terms of what not to use is don't use dish soap. So you'll see in like all of these forums, people will be like, I use Dawn dish soap. I use, don't actually do that. Um, it can dull and strip the finish and you don't want that. If you find that you do need to use soap of some sort, use 
car wash soap. This is going to make our pals at Jalopnik very happy to hear that we found another use for those giant, giant jugs of $8 car wash soap that they have that lasts them for a lifetime. Even Kristen Lee, who washes her car, you know, religiously. So you can use car wash soap on your golf clubs for sure if you need that. Um, Let's talk separately about grips um, because your grips should be cleaned um, in a different way. And obviously because they're, you know, you've got them in your hands, it's a different kind of soiling that goes on. You're going to get, you know, dead skin and oil and sweat um, and just generalized grime from your hands on your grip. And that's actually going to affect the integrity of the grip. Um, so what you want to use for the grip specifically is, um, there are a couple of different options you can use. First of all, there are grip wipes that are on the market. Um, you know, just like there are like Clorox bathroom wipes and all of those kinds of things there, they, there are grip wipe wipes. You can, again, golf, Gal- Callaway. right. Yeah. <laughs> Golfgalaxy.com. Um, I'm not, I literally am not being paid by Golfgalaxy.com. I just think it's like such a funny name too. I don't know why it tickles me in just the way that it does, but it does. Um, the other product to mention, and there are there are lots of these. This isn't like this isn't the only brand. I just like to, I like to keep my product recommendations to a reasonable number, um, but I do like to give brand names because I think it's helpful for you guys to hear. Um, is Simple Green makes a golf club and grip cleaner, so don't use the regular Simple Green stuff. Um, Simple Green can have. Uh, somewhat of an odd reaction. I actually just learned this, I think, I think from Jalopnik. Actually, yeah, from Jalopnik, I just learned this from the commenters on Jalopnik, that Simple Green has um, a negative reaction to aluminum. Not that your your clubs are aluminum, but if they have, like, detailing on them or something, just don't take the risk of it. Make sure that you're getting the Simple Green golf club and grip cleaner. Um, the other thing that you can do if you don't want to go and buy a specialty project, which, which I kind of encourage you not to do because you don't need them. But again, some people like to have them. They're nice little gifty items. Um, they exist in the world. So I feel like I got to tell you about them um, is you can just wash the grips with a mild detergent. Um, now, your tool of choice for washing the grips, if you're going to go the mild detergent route, so like, you know, a dish soap of Dr. Bronner's any any one of those, a little diluted liquid laundry detergent. That, those all fall into mild detergent. Um, dilute them in water. Um, if you're cleaning cord or rubber grips, you want to use a soft brush. So the toothbrush, the, the nail brush, one of those type things. If you are washing a squishy grip, <laughs> which... Ooh. I, that's where the eye shot up again, right there. As I was reading that, I was like, oh, wow, this is getting very suggestive in here. Um, you don't want to use a brush at all. You want to use a washcloth. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, but microfiber? Uh, you, um, terry cloth or microfiber, any any soft cloth is fine. Old t-shirt, awesome. fine. Um, what about a microfiber t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they even make those. I, they must, right? Callaway Golf. Callaway, yeah, Callaway <laughs> definitely makes From golfgalaxy.com. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> exactly. One last thing to mention. I mean, if, you, if you're an avid golfer, you definitely know this. But if you're not, I, you know, maybe maybe this is just helpful to know. Um, you can and should get your your clubs regripped. Um, general. I mean, it really depends on usage. But if you um, are a sort of semi or regular user, you know, at the end of the season, go ahead and get them regripped because the, the grip the grip will lose its tackiness, and as you lose your tackiness. 
Um, you become quite tasteful. Uh, no. wow. you, uh, your game will suffer. Your game will suffer. And we don't want your game suffering. My dad's a big golfer, so uh, I know, you know, don't mess with the game. Don't mess true. with the game. Uh, I am not, as you might imagine, a big golfer. So that was for you, Burger. That yeah. Was... Burger, we love you, man. Or I love you. Sam's. Uh, I like you. You're yeah, good. I know. You're good. He's a great guy. He, he really, really is. is. He's a really great guy. All right, you guys, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Sam and I will be right back, and we will continue to stick to sports. This is Ask a Theme Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Julie Kerr, and I'm joined by Deadspin's resident artist, Sam Woolley. We've been sticking to sports. This has been fun, actually. It's a good time. Yeah. I hope this, I hope this nets me more sports questions, because it's fun for me. Um, all right. I have, another, I have another question. Actually, you guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fess up. Um, not that it particularly matters, but I actually have used this question in a Deadspin column, but a thousand years ago it was it was literally in my first like two months at deadspin in 2013 so so i feel like the audience is like so different now um but uh if it sounds a little familiar it's because it comes from a column about cleaning um football gloves which is what this question is and karate g in which i made like a whole series of completely ridiculous karate kid jokes (laughs) great scrabble word too (laughs) oh yeah very good scrabble word I'll tuck that away. Um, All righty. So I'm going to have you read this next question from Zivon. All right. Zivon. What's his motivation? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't even know. Football season has just started here in my rather non-U.S. country, and I've pulled my lineman and receiver gloves out. He plays both positions. Mm -hmm. Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's Zivon from 2013. (laughs) He's versatile. (laughs) They stink. I do not understand. After last season, I turned them inside out, doused them liberally with talcum powder, and even hung them to dry for a couple of weeks. After that, I re-talcumed them and put them in my gear bag. Yes, it's dark, but not damp. What did I do wrong? Should I have changed the talcum powder, like a dressing every couple of weeks? I've heard things about whether I can wash them or not. Some recommend washing without detergent. Some don't. The receiver gloves need to stay tacky, but the lineman gloves don't. Help! I put it was in caps. It was in the okay. caps, yeah. Um, I've got help, help, help us here, help us here. So let's first start with the non-tacky okay. gloves, um, with the tasteful gloves. Gotcha. We'll call them the tasteful gloves. Um, so for the tasteful gloves, so let me let me tell you guys what where where Zivon went wrong. And this isn't like you know, it's not like oh my god, you've committed some cardinal sin here. It's no no big deal. Basically the issue is you use talcum powder, which doesn't really have um odor absorbing properties to it. So talcum is the stuff that I always tell you guys to use to pull the grease stains up out of things that you can't get wet. Um 
but it's not super great on odor. So that's where you went wrong with it. If you wanted to use a powdery substance, baking soda would have been the one that you want. But I'm also going to say I don't find baking soda to be a particularly good odor absorber. Um, and actually, I should do a whole a whole episode. People actually have asked me to do a whole episode on this. The, the, the reason that we believe that baking soda is this like magical odor absorber is because of a marketing campaign that Arm and Hammer put on in the in the fifties and sixties, I think it was. Um, so it's actually like it's that, and I mean it's amazing because we really all like believe it. Um, but it's but it's not that great. I have some things that I can recommend that are non liquid odor absorbers that I'm going to talk about when we get into the, the tacky gloves. But let me talk about the the tasteful gloves and how how we're going to launder those because um, we're just going to launder them. So what we're going to do is we're just going to put them right in the washing machine. You can certainly hand wash them too. They're, you know, gloves are super easy to hand wash because like they're very small. Um, and actually my first deadspin column, I don't even think you know this. My first deadspin column was a, a question from someone who said I was, it was a fake question and I like called it out as being fake. And Ooh. I was like, don't send me fake questions because I don't know. Um, no, 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 it wasn't okay. <laughs> It was, um, it was someone who said that she had been giving, been giving a hand job and got um semen on a wool winter glove and i was like you don't give hand jobs with wool gloves on like that's not the way well i mean i don't know (laughs) people are into everything right um goes both ways yeah yeah that's true that's true but i felt like you know for my first deadspin column i needed to lead with jizz and I have really haven't stopped with the jizz ever since. Don't it's, don't you ever change. No, know your audience, Joel. Know your audience. Um, okay, so anyway, so back to the gloves. Gloves are super easy. Um, if you're going to do the washing machine, put them in one of those those washable mesh bags that I'm always going on and on about. One other thing with the gloves specifically, and this is true of really any kind of athletic gear that has Velcro closures, you want to seal the Velcro very carefully. Um, so that it's really, really lined up and sealed very tight because otherwise what will happen is the Velcro itself will kind of gather up lint from whatever else is in the wash Oof, and yeah. it'll affect the, the Velcro and you don't want that. So so fasten the um, the Velcro so that it doesn't get linty and then also so it doesn't snag on other things, which putting it in the mesh bag will also help to, to prevent that from happening. But you just want to be careful. Um, in terms of the smell... Not a bad idea to use a sports detergent. Um, I use the the Tide um, the Tide Sport Pods. I really like those. Um, there are lots and lots of other sports detergents that are great. Sports Suds is one. Hex is another one that's great that I've used. Um, lots of those. The other thing you can do is you can just use your regular detergent and add a half a cup of white vinegar into the rinse cycle. That'll nuke the odors as well. So I was lots waiting of, for vinegar. Yeah, you knew vinegar yeah. was coming at some point. Um, and OxyClean is coming right down the pike, oh. so don't you worry. Yeah, don't don't panic, my friend. I've got I'm hitting all the all the Jolie Care high notes in this episode. I'm a fan. Um, if you're gonna hand wash, as we've discussed in a couple of episodes recently, um, I've discovered via a lot of um, personal friends and readers and listeners actually trying this out and reporting back to me that Dr. Bronner's is excellent on odor elimination. Um, it was a thing. I think I talked about this, that my, my friend had the, um, the baby clothes that arrived with a very strong perfume scent. Oof. Um, it was like a baby clothes swap. And she was like, I think they must've been using like a strongly scented detergent and fabric softener, but like, it's really strong. And I was like, Oh, just use Dr. Bronner's and it worked like a charm. Dr. Bronner's was also the thing that took the gasoline smell out of pants. 
um, which was a question that I wrote about for Jezebel way back in 2013 or 14. Um, I think you might have done the art for it because it was a really creepy GIF. Um, Interesting. It was a, the GIF was about another, the other question in the column that had something to do with something in the drain, and, and there was like a like a snake like writhing up off out of a drain. It was really I'll take creepy. credit. Yeah, I, it, it it seemed like a, a Sam Woolley extravaganza. But I'm still thinking about the baby who's doused in, in perfume. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just see a little baby at a club yeah, just chilling. <laughs> exactly. Um, so um, so yeah. So the Doctor Bronner's is great. You can I mean you can use that in the washing machine too. Um, there's um, on the Dr. Bronner's website, there's what they call their dilution cheat sheet. So go check that out. First of all, the Dr. Bronner's website is a trip. It's like, it's so cool. And there's so much cool, weird information and great graphics and blah, blah, blah. Um, but definitely check out that cheat sheet because it's really, really helpful. Um, another thing to mention, because, you know, I told you that I, I actually run this question in an old column. There were some comments and some guys weighed in on what they actually do. Um, and one guy said, that he hand washes his gloves in the kitchen sink with just OxyClean. Whoa. And that totally nukes all the odors for him. And so I want to pass that one on too. So there we go. We got OxyClean in the middle. We got white vinegar. We're hitting all the high notes. It's great. Um, all right. The tacky gloves. Probably it's okay to hand wash those. I wouldn't put them in the washing machine. I think that's probably going to be too much exposure to water and agitation. I think the hand washing will be fine. Do a quick, like a five-minute hand washing. Should be a-okay. But if you feel like, eh, it might compromise the tackiness of the gloves. I've got some um, some things you can try. So the first two are liquid, but they're they're a misting type situation. You can use either vodka, which you should always use the cheap stuff for this operation. Uh, save the good stuff for drinking. Save the cheap stuff for cleaning. Uh, vodka or white vinegar. Just decant it into a spray bottle. Spritz the gloves from you know a distance of six eight inches. Uh, let them air dry. Both of those will kill odors. They will not affect the tackiness of the gloves. Um, the other two things that you can try that are strictly dry operation are if you have a cat, you can... I don't. No, I know you don't. Okay. <laughs> so you, have the, you have the good sense not to have a cat. Well played. Um, uh, if you do have a cat, however, uh, I'm rem- reminder, cat people I tease because I love, I love that you love your cats. I don't. Uh, <laughs> fuck your cat. Sorry. Oh, no. I, I was trying not oh, to Oh, you're going to get in so much trouble with the cat people. <laughs> Guys, go after Sam. Don't come after me. Grow up. Um, <laughs> um, you can, you can bury the gloves in clean kitty litter. Oh, wow. Kitty litter is a, um, is designed to be odor absorbent for obvious reasons. Gotcha. Um, and so it works, it works great for Things that you don't want to get wet. Um, the other thing that works great and actually is one of the, the active ingredients in kitty litter that makes the litter so good at absorbing odors is active charcoal, uh, which also goes by the name activated charcoal, active carbon, or activated carbon. Um, you can find loose active charcoal at aquarium supply stores. Uh, it's often used in fish tanks. Interesting. Um, yeah. So there you go. There are our football glove um, instructions pretty straightforward easy stuff we've got one more question that's it's sports adjacent but um but i picked it because as we've mentioned sam and i just got back from dallas and and it's kind of a southwest food stuff staple i ate a giant bowl of it one afternoon when i was out for cocktails with i went for margaritas and queso with a girlfriend of mine in dallas so had queso on the mind this is mike this is mike and mike's motivation is queso which should be everyone's motivation, <laughs> in all honesty. Mike, 
I used my Crock-Pot last week to make queso for a football watching. When I pulled the insert out to put it in the dishwasher, I made the mistake of looking at it inside of the base of the Crock-Pot. There's definitely mold in it. it feels, Not mold in it. Oh, sorry. There's, I've been working on this reading. It's that cat thing still I, in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking cat, this kid, the baby was wearing cologne and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over. You did cover OxyClean. Yeah, we got OxyClean. Okay. All right. So, sorry, Mike. I know you're at home with your screwed up crockpot, and I'm just <laughs> laughing and fucking cats. Um, there's definitely not mold in it. It feels more like burnt stuff. But should I be worried? And how is the best way that Mike should clean this? Thanks. Not cap thanks, just regular thanks Mike gave us. Right. Okay. Yeah, just regular thanks. Okay. Uh, Mike, no, you should not worry. You should not worry. The crockpot will be perfectly fine if you never clean it. But... If you'd like to clean it, I'm going to tell you how. Basically, what's happened is you've gotten a scorch mark on the base of the crock pot. So you, the, the insert pulls out, and then you've got the base of the crock pot that has the heating element in it. And it's gotten a scorch mark. Now, this is no big deal. It's really not going to affect the integrity of the crock pot. Maybe over time, but you know, crock pot also has a lifespan at some point. It's going gonna, it's gonna to conk out. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just swallowed wrong. Um, But if the scorch mark bothers you, it's actually a pretty easy thing to clean. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to get Adobe Pad. David Cho's favorite cleaning tool. David Cho. I know. uh, You know David Cho. What's the Adobe Pad? Um, Adobe Pads are um, a 3M sponge that is encased with a scratch or um, a non-scratch netting. Whoa. Um, So it's an excellent scouring sponge because it will it will scour very very well but it will not scratch a surface awesome um and in the case of the crock pot insert which is metal and aluminum you don't want to be scrubbing at it with anything abrasive like one of those those three um scotch bright the yellow and green ones you don't want to use that you don't obviously don't use still wool it's just going to scratch up the interior of the base and also it's going to feel and sound horrible when you're doing it. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be like, it's going to be like chewing tinfoil. Like don't do that. Ah, I know it's terrible. Um, So don't do that. So the Adobe pad is what the tool that you want to use. And for your, your scrubbing agent, you either want to use Bon MI, barkeeper's friend, or just regular old baking soda. Dilute those with a little bit of water. Um, or just get your Adobe wet and squeeze it out and then sprinkle the, the, the powder on it and then just scrub, scrub, scrub away. Now, one tip to give you that's going to make this even more effective is to scrub out the crock pot while it's still hot. However, I need you to be really mindful of your hands and I need you to not burn yourself. Um, so that tip comes from my friend Leslie Stockton from The Wire Cutter. She runs the test kitchen for The Wire Cutter. Um, she showed me how to scrub stainless steel pants. And the method that she uses is she heats the pan up pretty, pretty hot. And she uses um, a regular sponge and baking soda. And she had me into the test kitchen one day and we did it. And it was amazing. Like the pan stainless steel came out looking like new. So that same technique will work really well for the crock pot. You just do need to be mindful not to burn yourself, obviously. Um, so that's a tip. Also, just to tease an upcoming episode, um, Leslie is going to join me in November for an episode all about table linens and getting common holiday stains out of your table linens. It will be, I promise you, much more fun than it sounds. Um, she is doing a guide to the best napkins for the wire cutter for holiday time. She interviewed me as an expert 
um, because one of the criteria she tested on was how well stains came out of the napkins. So she had me advise her basically on like what series of stains to make on the napkins and what products to use to remove, try to remove the stains. And then um, I went to the office another day and she like interviewed me all about cleaning. And I'm probably going to be writing a companion article on common holiday stain removal. So she and I are going to sort of like double team this episode and, and bring both of our expertise to it. And, and Leslie's fun and great. And so we're, it'll, we'll get weird. Go back to, to the crock pot. Should you wear uh, like gloves or some kind yeah, of... Yeah, not a bad idea. Actually, you know what would be great to wear while you'll do... Although it might get wet. You could wear a rubber household, household glove. That okay. would definitely protect it. Something like the of glove. I don't you know You know that. those... Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So it's like, um, it's like a, um, an oven mitt but it's a glove instead of a mitten, you know? Um, so that would be great. You'd have to wash it after because obviously the, um, it would get wet and baking soda-y, but no biggie. I mean, you can, you can wash those. Um, so yeah, so there, there are your instructions. Um, and on that note, we are, we're about ready to wrap this baby up and go record, uh, what will be probably a very spirited bonus episode. Um, I have that feeling. Yeah. I mean, this was already pretty, spirited oh one other thing i just looked into my show notes and i and i want to um i want to ask you guys for something so since we just um did a, a queso related question i want to ask you guys for your queso recipes Ooh. yeah send me your your queso recipes and um i'll round them up and maybe i'll i'll share them um maybe i'll maybe I'll see if i can do a food spin um, that would be great yeah so let me i'll tell you what my queso recipe is my queso recipe is like the standard Texas queso recipe that I was taught by my college roommate, who was also one of my sorority sisters, um, who was from Houston. So this is like a, I got this straight from a real Texan. So when we were in college, you wouldn't you couldn't get Rotel. Uh, do you know what Rotel is? Yeah, I know the name. But- okay, so Rotel is diced tomatoes that um, that are seasoned and they and they have some. Um, some chilies in them, cut up chilies in them. And there are a couple of different varieties of them. Basically, the standard is chopped so up like tomato Delbita? seasoning. Well, that, yeah, that's okay. what, so that's what Rotel is. So when, when we were in college in the 90s, they didn't, Rotel wasn't sold, it wasn't sold in New York. It wasn't sold really on the East Coast. And her mom, Catherine's mom, used to ship her a case of Rotel like once a semester. That's awesome. And so she taught me to make queso. And what, the way that I was taught was you get a, a block of Velveeta, and you put it in a crock pot and, or in a pot on the stovetop and then you dump in the Rotel and you, you know, if it's on the stovetop, you just stir it until it melts. If it's the crock pot, you just turn it on low and let it go. Um, and that is my, I've served that queso for, I mean, well, since the 90s, you know, since I learned to make it. Um, but I know that some people really consider that to be blasphemy and they're like, no, 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 no. Like I make, you know queso blanco and it's this you know they have all their fancy cheeses and all this kind of stuff so i want to hear all the different i'm i'm just interested i'm not you know i'm not wedded i'm i mean my way is my way because that was how i was taught by a texan but like i'm also open to other quesos i'll go i'll go all sorts of different ways with my queso so send me your best queso recipes and uh I'll, I'll make some for Sam. Thank you. Yeah. And but we'll... Unless you own a cat or put uh, perfume <laughs> on your child, please do not contact for, for queso recipes. 
I love it. All right. On that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Sam, thank you so much for Thank being you for here. having me. Of course. This is awesome. I want to have you back. No. Yes. Then I'll say I hate dogs. and, and... I'll have you back with Giddy. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And not Samer. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll I'm, I feel like at some point Samer will come around. He seems, he really seemed like terrified of the idea of coming on the show. And I don't want to scare anyone. Well, th- this is the, we're writers. Um, yeah. That's why we write. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I draw. Right. Obviously, from what I've said tonight, I'm going to go back <laughs> you're, to drawing. You're, so. you're, you're fine. You're really fine. Um, all right, you guys. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And, of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 